Well, good afternoon and welcome to episode 189 of The Other Ground Live. I'm Pastor Jay. Well, uh, got some topics in store for you guys today. Hopefully we'll get some calls and uh, have a good time. I see the OD Army starting to form, form up in the chat box. Always glad to have you guys here. Um, feel free to give a call if you got anything you want to talk about or type it out in the chat box and I'll try to respond as best as I can. Uh, well, we wait for one of our many, many, many callers to call in. We'll go ahead and get started on topics. Uh, let's see. What are we talking about today? Oh, okay. Here's one. Tow company sold vehicles of Texas military members while they were on duty, feds say. Um, I'm reading this one because that struck me as a confusing headline. Because um, why did the tow companies have their vehicles and... Why were they selling them, and why does it make any difference if they, if they were uh, military members? Uh, the uh, article explains it, though, as it turns out. Uh, where is that here? Let's see. A lawsuit filed Monday by the U.S. Department of Justice. Oh, shit. <laughs> says United Toes unlawfully auctioned five vehicles owned by service members, including an airman who had told the business he was in basic training before his car was sold. Uh Oh, I see. And this is one of the reason I brought up because this is here's something I didn't know. Under the Service Members Civil Relief Act, tow companies must obtain a court order to sell vehicles owned by military members. Uh, when when members of our military answer a call to serve our country, they should be able to do so without having to worry that their vehicles or property will be auctioned off while they're on duty. Assistant Attorney General Erica Draban said in a news release. Huh. Um. See, that's something I didn't know. I didn't realize there's any kind of regulations that made a difference, you know, between selling auction off vehicles with military people being involved at all. So I learned something today. Maybe you did too. <laughs> uh, in the case of the Air Force member, he received permission to park his Toyota Corolla at a Taekwondo studio where he taught classes while away on basic training in San Antonio, according to the lawsuit. Uh, with no apartment or family in the area, he, he didn't have anywhere else to park the car. He also stored personal belongings in the vehicle, including a laptop, a gym bag, and some personal do documents. United Toes is accused of towing the car in, 2000, in September of 2017. Uh, after learning through a friend that his car was towed, the airman called the company to explain that he was unable to collect the vehicle during basic training, but the owner didn't believe he was in the military, uh, the lawsuit says. Uh, the friend went to retrieve the laptop, but it was missing, and the gym bag was cut open, the lawsuit says. Um, and then the vehicle was auctioned without a court order uh, after the airman was ordered immediately from basic training to another military base, the lawsuit says. Um, and they, the suit says he, they did this to about four or five other vehicles over the course of a couple of years. Uh, so I had no clue that was a thing, that uh, you couldn't do that. Um Obviously, that tow company has other issues, like if the guy's laptop was missing and, you know, his shit was gone through. Uh, but the one that surprised me was, like I said, the entire that they can't auction, auction something that a military service member owns without a court order. Um, hmm. Good to know, I suppose. <laughs> uh, what else do we have to talk about today? Man dies after falling 100 feet from Oregon Cliff while Posing for a photo in a tree. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh that people died. Uh, a 43-year-old man has died after falling 100 feet from a cliff on the Oregon coast while posing for a photograph in a tree, officials have said. Steve Gastelum of Seaside, Oregon, was trying to take a photo while hiking along the Devil's Cauldron Overlook Trail in Oswald West State Park before he died, Oregon State Police said. According to reports, Mr. Gastelum climbed a tree on the trail. Uh, when a branch broke, causing Mr. Gaslam to fall about 100 feet into the Pacific Ocean. Uh, NBC News reported that the tree appeared to be near a barrier warning visitors to stay away from the edge, and that Oregon State Police Public Information Officer Captain Tim Fox said Gaslam was on the other side of the barrier when he fell. Well, goddamn. Like I said, I don't feel bad about anybody uh, dying, but... Whoa. <laughs> You're kind of asking for it. You know, that was a double asking for it when you think about it. Not only was he over the barrier uh, near the cliff where he shouldn't have been, he climbed up a tree onto a branch, and the branch over overhung the fucking cliff. So he never thought maybe that branch... So he relied his entire life on the strength of that branch, and that branch failed him, obviously. Well, hello there, loose screw. What can we do for your caller? 
Today we are showing the world how bad we want it. We have to wake up earlier than the next person that wants it also. We are learning from the best when we are just starting off uh, trying to master whatever we are trying to master. But we want it more than the next person. And there is always someone that mm. is willing to teach you whatever you want to know. That is the person you have to try to find in this life. Find the person that will teach you everything that you want to know about what you want to do in your life. And take mm. every little thing from that. I hope everyone okay. has a great day today. It is 6.20, and we we putting in a good day of work today, everybody. I love you all. Everyone have drop. a great day, great night. Go get, what you, go get what you deserve. Go get what you want in this life, and work harder than, than, than the next person. I hope everyone has a great day today. Talk to you soon. <laughs> oh, that was very inspirational. Uh, thank you for uh, that uh, loose screw. <laughs> Um. Oh, back on what we were talking about—the guy falling off the cliff. Captain said he's he's uh, guessing alcohol was involved. Yeah, there's a really good chance of that. They said he was hiking, so hiking does not necessarily uh, a sober um, sort of thing. I imagine lots of people have some drinks while they're hiking along, so that's a good possibility. Or he was just fucking dumb. That's also a distinct possibility as well. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I'm going to leave loose screw around here on the line. I, I have a feeling he's probably not done with us. <laughs> All right, let's see what else do we got to talk about today. <clears throat> oh, this one was funny. Uh, not haha funny, but uh, uh, well, I'll just read it. $2 million oil well scheme in Texas and Montana lands 80-year-old in prison, feds say. That's a heck of a headline. Uh an 80-year-old man accused of defrauding investors in a Texas and Montana oil well scheme is going to prison, federal officials say. Uh, a judge sentenced Kenneth, Kenneth Thomas White to four years in prison after he pleaded guilty to a money laundering charge, according to the Internal Revenue Service. White is accused of raising $1.85 million to fund five oil well drilling, drilling projects that he either didn't own or didn't exist, officials say. His, his victims bought investment units of $50,000 each. Um, Mr. White raised nearly $2 million with his fraudulent schemes. Ismael Neverez, Jr., special agent in charge of Phoenix Field Office of IRS Criminal Investigation, wow, said in a news release, uh, he victimized clients by providing them false reports and enticed them to increase their investment by issuing royalty payments with funds from newer investors. And then he then he used the money to not all the things that you would assume that he would use the money on, you know, a, a house, a new Hyundai Genesis, uh, dental work and hair implants, among other items. Um, he also concealed from investors a similar scheme in 1993 for which he served over 15 years in prison, uh, officials say. He was released in 2009, less than three years before he began the most recent scheme, uh, officials say. So apparently that this is just this dude's thing. Uh, he rips people off for a living. Uh, and I'm so, to be honest with you, uh, despite the fact that he's 80, I think he should probably got more than four years. Uh, he did 15 years the last time and it really didn't teach him anything. So, uh, honestly, that dude should probably go to jail for like the rest of his life, period. Um, but that is neither here nor there, but I thought it was kind of weird that the, there are people that dedicate their entire life to actively ripping people off for a living. And that's, I guarantee you uh, the one he got charged with that he went to 15 years of prison for was not the first time he did that shit. He's probably did it his whole life um, to varying degrees of success. Uh, that's just a shame that you can't trust people. Uh, you can, well, you can never trust people with fucking money. That's that's pretty much a given. But uh, even with stuff that you consider uh, like a legitimate business thing, uh, you never know. <clears throat> Let's see. As always, if you guys got something you want to talk about, uh, feel free to call in or, or throw it on the chat box. And we'll, I'm more than willing to do pretty much any subject you guys want. Uh, okay, well, let's do this one instead. And of course, this is from Florida, uh, <laughs> the land of crazy stories. Dashcam shows Florida man shooting through his own windshield at another car. <laughs> and if you haven't watched the, the footage, that's exactly what it shows. Um, uh, Florida's Wesh, 
W-E-S-H, Wesh News, <laughs> reports that a man fired several shots through his own windshield after he says the driver of another car pointed a gun at him. I'll teach him. Dashcam footage captured the incident, which took place on Florida's Highway 417 in Orange County. Um, the driver, Marco Mazzetti, posted the footage to YouTube, of course, <laughs> and it shows him squeezing off several shots at a Nissan 370Z. That's a nice car. All while traveling at 93 miles per hour. According to Mazetta, uh, the Nissan was being driven aggressively and it bumped Mazetta's truck when he tapped the brakes. Uh, when it passed him and the driver pointed a gun at him out the window, that's when Mazetta, Mazetta opened fire. I know this video doesn't capture my smartest moments. Mazetta wrote a text to WESH. But then adds, uh, but I hope any idiot criminal with a gun watching thinks twice before loading, brandishing, and aiming their firearm at someone over a traffic infraction. All right. Uh, let's read between the lines on that a little bit. Um, so obviously, uh, the Nissan came up on this guy, dude driving his truck. Um, and uh, it probably it looked like he started tailgating him. Uh, and then this dude brake checked him. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and that's when they made contact. And that pissed the guy off because for legitimate reasons uh what while granted the guy shouldn't be tailgating uh you shouldn't break check anybody that's just stupidity <laughs> not that i haven't been guilty of it myself when i was a younger man and uh, but later in my life i realized what a stupid thing that is to do because when you think about it you're when you look behind you're like god damn dude that guy's tailgating me fuck that guy's an idiot he could hit me at any fucking minute minute because he's too close well let's see if i can't make him hit me <laughs> um yeah, in itself, just kind of a dumb thing. But that's almost definitely what happened there. So then they get the uh, Nissan went around him and showed a gun at him. I don't know if he was going to fire it or not, obviously. Uh, but this homie didn't give him a chance to think about it because he opened fire immediately through his own windshield. <laughs> so, you know what? He, he, he actually sent out the exact message that he meant to send out, which is you shouldn't fuck with people because there's always someone out there crazier than you. I mean, think about it. That uh, that dude in Nissan thought he was probably gonna be a badass. He'd be, you think he, he he was probably thinking, "Motherfucker, break check me, dude. Fucking, I'll teach you." Go zooming around him, pointing the gun out the window at him. <laughs> and as soon as he do so, does so, the other guy just is like, "Motherfucker, it's on!" Bop, 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 bop. He up the ante, so to speak. Uh, you guys ever seen anything crazy like that when you're driving around? I, despite the fact that I've. Uh, you know, I've driven quite a, a bit in my life. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen anything super duper crazy driving around. Um, if you put me on the spot and thought about it, uh, I've seen, you know, the aftermath of crazy uh, a couple of few times driving by uh, ridiculous accidents after they've happened or uh, police instance, instances where there's people on the ground, <laughs> you know, and the cops are, uh, are uh, arresting them and shit. But I don't think I've ever seen anything fucking really nutty uh, on the fly while driving, like people exchanging gunfire or like a really nasty accident super right in front of me. Um, a captain says he rarely flicks people off at traffic because people are crazy. Yeah, um, I've told you guys before that I've gotten into incidents in parking lots several times. Uh, one time for just raising my hands and giving them the guy the standard, well, what, dude? Because he was going the wrong way in a one-way uh, part of the parking lot. <laughs> And uh, the other time, honking at a guy who pulled out in front of me uh, in a parking lot because I almost hit him, and I had right away. And both times, both times, so both times I had the right away, and I was in the correct thing, you know, completely in the correct. And both times they wanted to start a fight with me, anyways. Um, luckily, uh, luckily, uh, Captain said not worth getting into a, a gunfight. Yeah, luckily for me, they, it didn't even escalate to, to fist fight because back then I was like a lot skinnier and. Uh, not as good a shape, but that's kind of, I'll be honest with you, one of the things that uh, motivated me to start to get in shape was because, you know, uh, luckily for me, I bluffed my way out of both those situations, but uh, I realized that it could have went shitty and I didn't want to have, uh, I didn't want to be defenseless, so to speak. Uh, so that's why I uh, I started getting myself in shape about six or seven years ago. What's up, Rainer? How you doing, boss? I was just thinking, man, if these guys want to get a fight with you in a parking lot, if you get out of the car and you're six foot nine or so, they're probably going to get back in the car, you know. That that's that is pretty much exactly what happened both times. Uh, you know, uh, they they both uh, call you know started jawing at me while I was still in the car. And uh, one time, you know, I was the first time I was like, oh fuck yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah. the first You're yeah like the fine. first time we we, we exchanged uh, uh, you know pleasantries while we were both in the car, and and 
because I honestly I thought he was going to apologize. <laughs> so you know he stops. You know I, I, he's it's we're going in one of those parking lots that it's a one way parking lot. The the parking spots are all angled, and there's like arrows showing which way you're supposed to go. Um, and he pulls in the wrong way. So I look at him. He looks at me. I look at him. He looks at me. I put my hands up like, well, okay, dude. And he starts pull. He starts keep on pulling forward. I'm like, well, fuck. Okay. So I'm trying to edge over so he doesn't hit me. And when we get to get get across from each other he stops and rolls out his, rolls down his window and i roll down my window i'm like okay what's yeah, he's gonna he's gonna apologize because he's an idiot and he starts fucking yelling at me he's like what what the fuck motherfucker i'm like what he goes throwing your hands around fuck that, that, that. basically he was offended that i put my hands up uh i was like dude you you're yourself, being a fucking yeah i was like dude you're being a fucking idiot dude you fucking you're going the wrong way okay i i don't know what else to tell you and he said something like yeah you wouldn't talk that shit you know uh, if you were out of the car you know, I was like, oh, I don't okay. do I don't know why. I don't know why, but fucking that set me off. I was like, oh, you don't think so? Huh? I threw my car in the in the parking and got out as he was getting out. And uh, he was, dude, he was a short dude. He, I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. I mean, he was a lot younger than me. He's, uh, he was probably in his tw- early 20s. Uh, he mentioned Even a couple if, times that, you, that you're going to get your ass kicked by a 20 year old. <laughs> Sorry, if he's in the NBA, he's probably still shorter than you, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. If you get out of that car, you know that guy ain't going to be taller than you. <laughs> no, no, close, for the most part, no. Uh, but, you know, he was... Six, know. five guys I mentioned to you. Yeah, you know, he he did, Sorry. you know, he, he, he did yelled at me for a while and did the standard, why don't you go ahead and throw a swing then? I'm like, dude, because there's fucking cameras around here and I'm not getting and going to jail or getting my ass sued yeah. because you got a fucking problem. <laughs> so, yeah, we yelled, we, we exchanged some more, uh, more pleasantries and he got in his car and drove away and I went into Little Caesars to get my pizza, which is what I was there for. Um, hey, you seen yeah. that, uh, that Simpsons? I, I swear I post this gif every time there's a thread involving you in a car, but oh yeah, there's the super times. tall guy in a little car. Yeah, you yeah. That? And, like, and he gets yeah, out yeah, and he's boom, boom, seven feet tall. <laughs> this is the largest automobile that I can afford. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've, I've heard that one a million times. Obviously, yeah. Oh, um, right. well, Clarence, it's worse. It's he's laughing about the fact there's a little Caesars. The second time, it was also the same parking lot with me stopping to get Little Caesars. I think that's one of the reasons why I stopped eating that shit because I, I got too many fist fights in the, in the parking lot, which shows you the type of type of uh, a clientele that a little a little uh, five dollar pizza will attract. To be honest, <laughs> you know, Little um, Caesar too. Maybe you should be going to Big Caesars. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, and they, they, I'm gonna the see same, myself they, out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was not funny. Uh, and uh, the second time was a similar thing. I was driving through the parking lot. The guy pulled out in front of me. I honk a horn, and, and you know, it, it's, and then drive and park. And he, you know, he pulls up beside me and gets out. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm like, dude, what? He goes, you know, what the fuck you're honking at me for? I was like, because you pulled out in front of me. Well, you, were, I pulled out in front of you because you were driving too fast. I'm like, really <laughs> smart. I go, let's think about that for a second. So you, th- you thought I was in, da- uh, driving too fast and creating, creating a danger to others. So you pulled out to see if I would hit you or not. And fucking that just went south from there as well. But he, once again, the guy, uh, uh, the guy, once you got a b- better look at me, just, you know, he didn't, he didn't like stop, uh, like trying to be aggressive or anything, but you could tell he changed his mind about what he wanted to happen for that, uh, incident. Hold on a second. Well, hello there, Collie man. What can we do for you today? Yes, sir. Hello, citizens. My name is Kaliman. Hello, everybody. Hello. Where the <laughs> fuck did that guy go? He's afraid <laughs> of my powers. Listen, I, okay, Passive I, J, before yes, I speak any further, can you Wikipedia me? I am a real superhero. I'm a Mexican <laughs> superhero of Egyptian descent. No good, joke. That takes, care of my, that takes care of my very first question. Oh, what? you're the Incredible Man. I did not realize that. I am the Incredible Man. I am Kaliman. <laughs> and you like comic books. And you like comic books and shit. So I thought I'd call in well, and this- tell you that I'm on the verge of joining the Marvel Universe. Yes. Really? I, I, didn't, re- I didn't realize you weren't part of that already. So you, you were an independent before this. I used to come on the Spanish channel and entertain the Mexican little children. I am a Mexican superhero, but I am not Mexican. Could you believe that? How oh, racist is that? That's that's confusing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, and I, I, I have a white suit and a white turban. What the hell? But that's okay. 
Oh, okay. Let's see. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay. I am a uh, uh-huh. son of the pharaohs, uh-huh. and I oh, yeah? am the incredible man, and I could fly through the air with my white cape. I have a white suit, as I said, and uh, you'll see me soon in the Marvel Universe, I think. I'm not sure. Really? Really? Oh, wow. Wow. You think you're going to do a team up with somebody right off the bat? That's how they normally do it. They normally have you show up in someone else's movie. And then if you get a good reception, you get your own movie. So wh- whose movie do you think you're going to show up in? Um, n- the, <laughs> <laughs> you put me on the spot, Passive J. Citizens, who well, should I join up and fight crime and evil with? Who? Ant-Man? I don't know. Hmm. The Incredible Hulk? I don't know. Mm, I don't think so. I mean, that's that, that's too many Man? Incredibles. I think he's dead. Yeah. Spider-Man? He's dead. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> too mature. No, I, God, like, I, I, like I like the, the guy that options. plays Spider-Man. Oh. No, no, actually, I do. He actually does a really good job. Mm. Um, I, I'm thinking. Uh, I'm see. thinking. I'm thinking. Well... Uh, how about uh, the Black Widow? Is there another Mexican superhero? So we could tag team. Uh, I believe we could be Chief like Schmarin We could be like Tito. a Mexican superhero. How dare you, sir? How <laughs> dare you, sir? I am I'm a legit superhero. Sure I Cheech Marine looked up to me as a young man. Why don't you Wikipedia me and see how long I've been around, sir? Oh, I know exactly how long you've been around, sir. Yes, I, read it, please. Let me take a little break. Please. Let me let me uh, kick up my feet, my white boots, and relax my cape. Go ahead, read my uh, Wikipedia. Better... <laughs> Bumblebee Man. Bumblebee, Bumblebee Man from The Simpsons is a Mexican superhero. Oh, good call, sir. Yes. Thank you, Rainer. I want to uh, team up with Bumblebee Man. You better not be right. fucking with me. Is he a real superhero? I believe He's he is. As real right. as it gets in Mexico. <laughs> well, you see, because the Incredible Man is, is a popular Mexican adventurer superhero created by yes. Rafael Cuberto Navarro. Uh, yes. In, in, in 1963, as the main character That's of a radio drama. Uh, it was the main character of a radio drama with the same uh, title, which uh, depicts the adventures of Caliban, an Egyptian descendant of the pharaohs, as young companions, companion Solan. Uh huh. We'll get back to that. Uh, Caliban is very well known and popular across Latin America. Excuse me. And the radio series spawned into a comic book. Okay, who's playing fucking Yachty? Okay. <laughs> that is not me. I'm telling Ray- you right now. Raider, are you playing Yahtzee over there? Is that what that is? <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm doing it again. I'm blowing it. Dog food, sorry. <laughs> uh, fuck. I, was about to, I thought you were going to tell me you had four what fours. What are you, the Jewish superhero? That was that guy at work over there. Are you Yahtzee, man? You fucking asshole. Yahtzee, man. <laughs> I was playing Nazi. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. it tur- uh-huh. turns out microphones are sensitive, huh? We'll see. <laughs> oh, I heard my roommate come in and talk to me. Yes, actually, yeah, uh, we we can hear all that. For the microphone, for the microphone feed. All right, Callie, man. Uh, so, uh, uh, what do you continue. think? Continue. Can oh. you continue with my bio? Oh, Jesus Christ, man! All right. Uh, the Adventures of Caliban were publicized as a serialized weekly comment, which was printed for 26 consecutive years, reaching its highest popularity in 1965. <laughs> It's still quite popular today in reprints or paperbacks. Kellyman himself is considered a Mexican pop culture icon and one of the first and most representative Mexican superheroes, even though you're adopted. Hey, I was just thinking Homeboy 88 should be using the uh, the truck thing to make it sound like the, uh, the ice cream truck from the Chicho Chong movie, Nice Dreams. <laughs> I'm not sure how he could do that. You think he should you gotta install use that gimmick? Music? Yeah, when he comes, use the gimmick, when you know? he comes on, when he's cheap, you can tell him. But right now, you're going to a Mexican superhero, so have some respect. <laughs> oh, we're losing you again. God damn it, Mexican superhero! You must be on the wrong side of the valley again.
Shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, yeah, shimmy, yeah. Give me the mic so I can take her away. Now, I want to raise awareness on a couple of things. And anyone who sees us know you got a couple of friends, you and me. So I never want to see you lonely. And right now, I want to raise awareness on HIV. There are people in this world that may feel insecure. But we are all equals. It don't matter the score. So anybody out there that's feeling down, I am here right now to try to turn it around. Because you got a friend in me. I am on your side. And I got the engine on. So I'm ready to ride. It don't matter the time. Day or night. Right. Leave a comment below if this you liked. Come on! Regardless of this coronavirus that we are all dealing with, we are all Woo. still dealing with our personal issues. Not me. This song is dedicated to, but anybody out there that is feeling lonely because they are dealing with something in their life that may make them feel, you know, a certain way. So, know you got a friend in me, and there are people out there that that deal with the same things that you that you deal with. So, always no. know you're not lonely. Everyone, I hope everyone has a great day, great night. Talk to you soon. <laughs> These keep on getting better. I'm not lonely. I've got Is a, that gay man? No, 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 no. That was a message from K Barb's, the most optimistic, energetic person in the entire world, apparently. At least Is he a superhero? <laughs> because he sounds like he sounds like something a superhero would say every day. Yeah. That's the kind of, that's I don't know, the kind of jargon I like. <laughs> Well, no, I don't think that's to so be true, to be honest with you. Jay, are you going to look into my comics? Are you, since you love comics, are you going to buy a Kelly Man, a special edition? No, I'm not going to. <laughs> For, uh, I actually, I haven't oh, read comic books in years. Son of a... <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I don't need any new okay. superheroes. <laughs> I apologize, Kelly. You know, Maybe okay. I'll but go you check don't have a Mexican one. Feel bad. Um, you don't have a Mexican one. Know. Actually, there's never been I'm a sure Mexican superhero other than me. Oh, that is not true at all, sir. Uh, let's see. I believe Sunspot of the New Mutants was a Mexican dude. Um, and there has been a couple other ones, what? I believe. Yeah. The the uh, in the uh, it was a uh, he was a member of the New Mutants, uh, which is an offshoot of the X Men. Uh, Roberto something or another. Uh, he was Mexican. Oh, we got a caller, another caller. Let's see what's going on. Yeah. Okay, I'm not gonna have I'm gonna have a problem saying this. Hello, Thone Cold Thieve Often. I hope I said that right. Hey, Pastor Jay, what's up, buddy? <laughs> Hi, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I just wanted to call in and say, Cali Man is the shittiest superhero ever, and that's the bottom line, because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> Screw you, Cali Man. You, you suck, buddy. Cali Man? You got a response for that? He's saying I'm stupid. Why? Fuck you. He's washed. Oh no. Go ahead. Something happened. He's terrible. I check something. Hold on. Oh, that doesn't sound good at all. So why don't you like him, sir? Well, who the hell has ever heard of Cali, man? Let's be honest. Everybody's white here. Everybody's white here. Hey, don't don't assume my uh, identity. You don't know what color I am. I could be a black dude. I am six seven. Please, your name is Captain J. Okay, that's probably. Don't, don't I sound black, though? Sir! Sir! <laughs> I've been around since 1963 for before the gleam in your father's eye and nuts. So fuck you! That's like 70 years for somebody to ever hear of you, and it didn't happen. <laughs> oh, that's only because that's you, but in Mexico, I'm huge. I used to have a television show. I used to have a cartoon. I used to have our action figures of me. So when you went to Tijuana and you got the little luchadors, I was right beside them in my white suit, sir. What? <laughs> you Come heard on. me. What? You heard me, you prick. <laughs> All right, we're okay. out of here. What Pete Passive uh, Jay. Uh, no, 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 no. Have a good one. Right here, sir. You, what are you fucking, uh, uh, little John? What? 
<laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry, Caliban, but... You, I'm sorry, Caliban. You gotta take the good with the bad sometimes, right? Uh, it's I just constructive criticism. Uh, on, uh, you know what, Passive J? It is true. What's a that? lot of people don't know about Caliban, and that is why I'm hopping from podcast to podcast to spread the word! <laughs> Well, good. I, I think our audience has, has. I think our audience has gotten the word, but at this point, <laughs> so okay. yeah. What's, what's in the news? Okay. What's, what's in the news? Passive change. Uh, all right. Well, let's see what else we got here today. Um, it seems a Florida martial arts school billed taxpayers over three hundred and fifty thousand dollars for ghost kids. The state says. That sounds interesting, doesn't it, Caliman? Yes, it does. Well, I apparently, go. I had to fight for uh, those kids in issue 53. Oh. Yeah, they're tough little fuckers. Apparently, they're trained in martial arts. Yep. So, they are. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, that's not what this uh, uh, article is about. Apparently, funded by public grants, the United Martial Arts Academy in Homestead offered an array of self-defense training, including the Tiny Tigers and Little Dragon courses for kids. But investigators say that many of those little dragons and tigers were actually phantoms, with the academy falsely billing over $350,000 for non-existent students and fake employees. Fantasmos. Uh, we call that fantasmos in Espanol, in Spanish. Uh, ah, fantasmos. Okay. Yeah, apparently, what they're, apparently they had a big fraud thing going where they uh, build up they're getting grants from a, a public fund. That's why this is a big deal. Um, <clears throat> they're being charged with an organized scheme to defraud, grant theft, and communications fraud. Uh, the school itself is actually charged the defendant. Prosecutors say the academy fraudulently billed over $350,000 from the Miami Dodds Tr uh, Children's Trust, a taxpayer-funded organization that awards grants to programs that serve poor and at-risk children. Um, oh, yes. According I, yep. I, I, I handed out to many poor communities in Mexico, in Chiapas, Mexico, in Guadalajara, in Chihuahua. I, I did the same thing. Go on. Uh, well, when they reviewed their bills between 2013 and 2017, they discovered that the uh, school had used fake checks, bogus records of money transfers, and even sham students' attendance data to bill uh, over $350,000 to that fund. Um, they also did stuff like inflating employee costs. Uh, they include paying uh, the main dude's uh, mom under two different names, money that was kicked back to them. Uh, and when they when they Becky from Full House, yeah. <laughs> well, and when and when they questioned them, they, they they provided them with forged bank statements to try to, which is a really good thing to give to the you know to the officials. Um, so yeah, um, they're in trouble and they're going to jail and all that good stuff. But uh, unfortunately, it wasn't about actual ghost kids, so I was disappointed in the article, to be honest. You know how I defeated the ghost kids? How did you do that, sir? I had a bag of flour, and I threw it all over the place, and then I could see them, and I drop-kicked them right through the fucking wall! And then wow. I arrested them. Then you, then you arrested them. Um, yes. Okay, that seems a little excessive, uh, but I don't know. Maybe they were bad kids. What? Maybe they maybe they deserve to be drop kicked. Drop kicked them right in the neck, like uh, Rey Mysterio Jr. did to that Mexican luchador and killed him. <laughs> Pedro Aguayo. Oh no, oh, that's yeah. horrible! Wow, I guess you know pro wrestling can be dangerous. Or was it? <laughs> No, uh, he died. Well, you didn't see that? He died no, in the I'm... ring. You didn't see that? Last no, year, two year, a year and a half ago, Ray Mysterio no, really? Jr. drop kicked Pedro Aguayo Jr. right in the neck, and he killed him right in the spot. On accident in Mexico. Continue. Oh, that's why I didn't hear about it, because you know, Mexico is the land of no laws. Oh, that my should, God. If that shit would have happened here in the United States, that dude would be in jail for the rest of his life. No. That's wrestling. That's wrestling. Anyway. <laughs> Go on. All right. Let's see. We have an article about Dr. Dre and his wife. Um, I don't know if you've been paying attention to the news, but Dr. Dre is uh, getting a divorce. Um, and she has made some pretty interesting demands uh, while from him while the court case is being decided. So this isn't even a permanent thing. So this is what it's, it's called temporary spousal support. 
Like she, she thinks that this Dr. Dre should give to him, give to her while the court case is going through uh, the court system. Um, she wants $1.9 million a month to cover her expenses. $1.9 oh, wow. Okay. This, here's how she breaks this shit down. Laundry and cleaning, $10,000 a month. Clothes, $135,000 a month. Education, uh, which is tuition and living expenses, $60,000 a month. Uh, entertainment, $900,000 a month. Charitable contributions, $125,000 a month. <laughs> Mortgage, $100,000 a month. Telephone, cell, cell phone, email, $20,000 a month. All right. Um, oh, my God. Uh, passive jet. Yeah. I'm going to have to mute myself. I'll mute myself when I can do it. I don't want to get All fired. So. All right. I don't, I'll, I'll go on with that. I might be back. back. I might not. All right. All right. Talk to you in a bit, boss. That's understandable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's look at a couple of these things. Uh, laundry and cleaning, $10,000 a month. What the? I mean, cleaning. How big is her fucking house? Because <laughs> seriously speaking, you can get a lot of fucking cleaning done. Uh, for ten thousand dollars a month and, and laundry what you don't own a fucking washer and dryer uh, uh okay obviously she doesn't do her own laundry uh so, but i can't imagine you know that her expenses could possibly be ten thousand dollars a month clothing one hundred thirty five thousand dollars a month to me that is actually the probably the least ridiculous of all the things that she's that she's listing here uh one hundred twenty five thousand dollars one hundred thirty five thousand rather uh, a month for clothing is obviously stupid but at least with that one i know there's really expensive clothes where, where people spend ten thousand dollars for a fucking pair of jeans or and shit like that so uh that one or and i know women's fashion can be ridiculously expensive where they're paying like tens and twenty thousand dollars for dresses and shit uh there's no way that she can actually justify spending that kind of money but at least that one you can actually physically spend the money on it if you tried <laughs> uh oh, rainer's calling back in what up, Rainer? The cell phone and internet thing is the only thing she can't really, you know, if she has got someone whose only job is to do her laundry for her and come get it, bring it home, do it, bring it back, she could maybe pay him 10 grand a month for that. But cell phone and internet services, as you know, there's a set price. Unless you've got the world's worst cell phone plan and the world's fastest internet that's like travels backwards in time or something. Okay. Yeah. You're right. That's a good point. Uh, telephone, cell phone, email. That's all the fucking same thing. That's. <laughs> nobody's email costs money. So don't, don't try to pull that bullshit. Uh, I, I don't think there's a person on the planet that pays for an email anymore. Uh, so, and so I have no clue why she would need $20,000 a month for her cell phone bill. That's you. That's a good uh, point. Rainer. I hadn't thought about that one. Uh, What's she calling the moon? I know. <laughs> she's calling, she's calling back to the planet. She fucking came from, uh, she's obviously an alien. If she thinks all this shit is cool. Uh, what did the judge think when he sees these numbers? I don't know. Well, that's no. interesting. Yeah. Well, um, there, there's actually more to the story, so we'll get it. We'll get to that part in a minute uh, after Keep we make fun of the, after we make fun of the rest of this shit. Uh, mortgage, a hundred thousand dollars a month. Okay, that one's I don't, houses. They have some really expensive houses, so maybe that's a reasonable one. I uh, possible uh, education, uh, tuition, and living expenses, sixty thousand dollars a month. Um, what do you go Is to school, school for? Aren't you? Aren't you in like your fifties or sixties at this point? You know, Dr. Dre's getting old. So I'm assuming his wife's getting old too. Um, so what are you exactly going to school for? That costs $60,000 a month. And why is it living expenses part of education? Uh, you're a fucking adult living expenses is fucking life. Not part of your education. Uh, What's and, the best but, school on earth though? You know, and how oh, much does that cost a month to go to? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. I don't think there's a, I don't think there's a school out there that costs somewhere in the range of $720,000 a year to a year to go to. No, never that's, what that, that's what that shit adds up to. Um, um, charitable contributions, $125,000 a month. Oh, that's nice. But, uh, yeah, I don't think I you need can take this money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I need this money to give it away. Sorry. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, but obviously, the biggest portion of that is nine hundred thousand dollars a month for entertainment. Uh, I I can believe that if she's flying to you know flying to somewhere to see a concert and this and that, at least you could you could bullshit your way through that one. Man, that's so much money though. I mean, like even if you flew first class every day for thirty days, I don't think that's nine hundred thousand dollars. And added a thousand, bro. 
Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. It's a, yeah, that's a possibility. Uh, but still that's, <laughs> it's, you spend a million dollars a month on entertainment because that's, you know, I might as well call it a million because that's what it is really close enough. Uh, I you can't can conceive that. Ways with that at least. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Okay. Well, this is, this is actually the second article uh, about this. Cause the first article was the one where he told you about all this. The second one is Dr. Dre saying, fuck no. <laughs> that I believe. Uh, yeah. Um, see now, uh, Dr. Dre feels TMZ reported on Tuesday that Dr. Dre feels no need to oblige Nicole's nearly 2 million a month in temporary spousal support requests because he already supports her lifestyle. According to legal documents, Dr. Dre allows young that's uh, that's his, her, his uh, wife's last name to stay in his Malibu mansion, which reportedly costs around $25 million. He also covers her various expenses, noting that their business manager pays her uh, American express black card bills. Um, the legendary producer to go on, goes on to say he even color covers her daily necessities like food with his security, bringing her meals prepared by his private chef three to five times a week. Uh, nice. now it's, here's the thing. He, he, he claims that he offered to pay an extra $350,000 in lawyer fees by the end. Of, oh, I'm sorry. I, I skipped a line. Um, all this seems like the wrath of an angry person being excalibrated by opportunistic lawyers, Dre said after revealing that he's paid $5 million in law lawyer fees for Nicole for a divorce that's just two months old. He also claimed he spent an extra $350 in lawyer fees by uh, by the end of the year. Uh, now, but, it, but of course, this is before he discovered that Nicole had taken almost $400,000 from his record company's business account. Uh, yeah but still it's still he's willing to cover the base legal fees so he's willing to pay all the legal fees to get this shit done and get him out of her life uh so uh but he's not willing to pay her two million dollars a month when he's already paying for all of her fucking bills so <laughs> she was asking if for two million dollars doesn't she kind of owe him because he's supported her for so long no no in this case uh I I, reality, I could be wrong, but I remember no, like, I remember reading a bunch of stuff about uh, her being like his business manager, so like running a lot of his legal stuff uh, and like business a- business applications and stuff. And so she, if and I could be wrong, but if the article I read was correct and I remember it correctly, she's responsible for a lot of his success past uh, um, of the music career and Beats by Dre, which are obviously all him. Uh, but she might be like be the one that managed the beach by Dre. I had to read so I, I'd have to read more about it before I'd say I'm percent certainty. But I remember something about her being a business manager. She had an actual job. She made money, but uh, you think she made that yeah. much? No, I never cover her cell phone bill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's always a weird thing when the, especially when the the women have been with the, the men for like a long time or a good significant part of their career. Uh, on one hand, you know, uh, they basically dedicated their life to making his career be good. You know, in a sense, like the old stay at home wives who took care of the kids in the house while the man went out and got, uh, uh, you know, made the money in cases like that, when they get divorced, yeah, it's kind of fair for the, uh, women to get half of everything. Cause they gave up their life for, you know, to be part of his life, so to speak. Um, but but that only seems like it should apply for like normal people. When you have a guy that made like, you know, $800 million on, cause he's this super talented. I don't know. It doesn't, in those cases like that, it doesn't seem right. A lot of times for the women to get half of it, you know, um, a good portion of it, a portion so that they shouldn't have to worry about like their life at all. But half of fucking $800 million just because you were married to the guy seems, seems wrong almost. Uh, and I apologize to all the ladies. I realize that sounds kind of sexist, but it's, is that it's, not the ultimate hooker? Uh, I don't know. I hate to say that because a lot in certain, a lot of cases, uh, these women married these people before they were successful. Um, they say you don't and, pay a hooker for sex; you pay her to leave. <laughs> oh, I think we got another caller. Many Same callers right. today. Let's see. Oh, okay, bye. this should be interesting. Uh, hey there, uh, hey there, dog. What's up, boys? What's good? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, what's just happening to call- I'm, I'm doing a great passive, Jay. I just wanted to call in and say I uh, can't stand Cali, man. He's the worst gimmick ever. <laughs> He's trying. Come on, man. Now, they're not all going to be winners. Cali, man's He's all nowhere- right. He's nowhere as funny as a loose screws. He's hilarious. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, we 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 having the K Barb uh, inspirational uh, quotes dropped every once in a while has been pretty funny. It's magnificent. So I heard, didn't you just have a record come out recently? Uh, may poss- possibly. <laughs> I know you do. You work with so many different people; it's probably hard to keep track of everything. Yeah, yeah, rapping's a really hard profession. Yeah, yeah, well, come on, man. You know, it isn't easy to make up words. Uh, you know, I've tried rapping before. I'm not very good at it at all. It was, uh, it, it wasn't, it wasn't pleasant to hear from what I understand. Sick, sick. So what's the topic tonight? Oh, God, we got so many topics. Uh, we, at the moment, momentarily, we were talking about Dr. Dre, as it turns out, and uh, how his uh, um, marriage and divorce is getting pretty shitty. <clears throat> I know, uh, were you, did, did you, you know, Dre, I assume, right? I mean, you know, all the, all the top rap people know each other at that level, correct? Yeah, this is, a, this is a bit personal. I can't really comment on any of this. I have a non-disclosure agreement, sort of like oh. Macy Barber. <laughs> kind of like Macy Barber. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, it's sad. Hold on a second. I got to pick up my little dog. When a little dog comes up to you, it's ask for attention. Oh, you pick up that little dog. Oh, all right. I'm back. Sorry. <laughs> uh well we were uh, other than that uh, looking through the news we had other things to talk about as well uh let's see what else we have um <laughs> no you know uh, what's a great gimmick I don't do you that. know what's a great gimmick passive j what's that when you call in as a gay guy with a list for every character that's in that's fucking fantastic i gotta say that bravo <laughs> is that sarcasm hey. is that sarcasm Kelly man that's awesome. You know what's you know you know what's really oh, good. That's so great. Hold on. Same voice, same list, but different gimmick. That's oh, genius. Hold on. Here's a great gimmick that you can do for every single show. Hold on. Let that's me genius. See. Let me see. Where did it go? Um. Oh yeah, here. <laughs> it's me. I'm homeboy eighty-eight. Listen to me. Yay. Oh, I love that. That's, is that the intro to Thriller? <laughs> Best gimmick ever. Where's Vincent Price? Where's Vincent Price? Darkness rules across the land. The midnight hour is close hand. Creatures crawl and search for blood to terrorize your neighbor. I know all that. Did you know that, Passive J? I know that whole song. Uh, no, no. I should, I, I should learn that one. That'd be a funny one to do, actually. Um... I and whosoever shall be found for all the souls, the souls for, getting, for getting, down. getting down. I stand and face the hounds of hell and rot, and rot inside, inside a corpse's, a corpse's shell. shell. See, fuck <laughs> you, Snoop Dogg, you fucking tongues. <laughs> oh, man. It's getting feisty Don't come here. Don't <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, come on, you guys should just get along, man. You know, it's we're all in the same place here. Hush now. We're we're all we're all in the same spot here. We're all here just to entertain. You know, so we, you guys should work out your differences and become a force for good together. He started it. <laughs> well, that is true. He did kind of start it. Snoop, Snoop, can can you can you put down the the bong of hate and you know smoke the pipe of peace with us? I'll, I'll give it. A, I'll give it. Sorry, one sec. I can't hear you. Okay. <laughs> Best oh, gimmick ever. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kelly, man. That's funny as shit. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. Mm, let me get it together. All right, well, why don't we pick another topic then? <laughs> it's Doss. Hi, Doss. Oh, Doss just now got here? Shit. Hey, Doss, what's going on, boss? There's all kinds of people in the uh, chat box today. Um, hey, everybody. Uh, as always, if you guys want to call in and join the fucking madness, you're more than welcome to. We've got four more lines open, really. <laughs> so, uh... <laughs> That's what it feels like, really. What's up, right. everybody? Hope oh. you have a great day today. 
Just know if you're watching this video, just know I appreciate you more than you think. The fact that we have crossed paths in this life. That's better than blessed. Snoop Dogg. I'm grateful for every conversation or every moment, uh, every feedback, every little thing that, you know, we have provided each other in this time of of life and you know all the support we have given each other to this moment right here let's continue to support let's continue to build let's continue to grow and um and we will always have each other right on this page god bless instagram god bless god bless the internet uh and it's true blessings so that being said you know what Snoop dog i was wrong to not defend cats today he was Stay right tuned. about you talk to you soon Wow, this is a. Uh, it's been an interesting show so far. Uh, I was going right. to team up well, with my like superhero caps, and he's going to come in and drive. Time to retire, buddy. Are you going to Time be? to put out the pasture. Okay, out the pasture you go. Oh, we lost you, Callie, man. Sounds like you're talking through a pillow. Thank God. Oh, Aww, be nice. All right. Okay, now um, I do got at least one more topic to go through with, with you guys today if you want to stick around for it. Um, I saw an article today, uh, and the, 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 the article doesn't actually really matter. It says Machine Gun Kelly gives an inside look at his life with Megan Fox in his new music video. Um, are you guys familiar with Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox? Not particularly. I, 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 the only thing I want, want to know is he do you know what murdered, Machine Gun Kelly looks like? He got murdered by Eminem on Kill Shot, Machine Gun Kelly. He called him Machine um, Bun Jelly. Well, I, I can tell you guys, if you if you guys have not seen any pictures of these two people, Machine Gun Kelly gives hope to every single person that you can score somebody way the fuck out of your league. <laughs> because... Uh, there's no way in hell Machine Gun Kelly should be dating Megan Fox. Uh, everyone knows what Megan Fo Fox looks like, obviously. Machine Gun Kelly looks like a homeless person. <laughs> um, and for some reason or other, she just digs on him. And it can't be a money thing. You see hot chicks with ugly guys all the time when the guy's got money. But she's got plenty of money herself, I would assume. She's a, been a, a high-level uh, actress for quite a while now. So uh, unless she's like doing drugs and snorting all her, all her paycheck uh, up her nose or something, she's probably got some fairly serious cash herself. Uh, so she just likes the dude because he like she likes the way he raps, I guess. Uh, and that that warms my heart. It's always good to see a, every once in a while, you know, a man swinging way out of his league or what they call it, out kicking his coverage. I believe the term is. <laughs> and yes, Doss, he looks like me a little bit. <laughs> And don't get me wrong, uh, I also seriously outkicked my coverage. If uh, a few of you have probably seen uh, pictures of my wife and are amazed because <laughs> there's no way she should be with me, but luckily I, I caught her in a moment of weakness, apparently. <laughs> Ooh, foxy lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mach she's pretty. Machine, um, gun, Machine Gun Kelly has more talent than a character that calls in every once in a while. <laughs> is he good? Don't get it I, I've never heard heard of shit. No. Oh no, I've never heard of shit. Is he's Machine Gun Kelly good? He's, he's horrible. But no, he's horrible. Oh. This gay guy. This Kelly man is really insecure when other callers are getting laughs on the line. He just gets all uptight and all worried. It's so funny. Seriously, grow a dick. Oh, oh come on now. All right, we don't we don't we don't want any negativity. We only got five minutes to go. Let's all hold hands and sing kumbaya. A strong person cries. Crying is not weak. Crying Hello. is a release of emotions. Crying is an emotion that we are forced to feel in life through the passion of wanting something so bad and something that we believe in. So I am here to say, if you want to cry. Go ahead and cry. And when you wipe those tears, you will be stronger than ever. Those tears are, are a release of weakness. And you are growing into a better person with each tear. Never let someone tell you that you can't cry. Cry your eyes out. Wipe the tears and rise above it. I hope everyone's having a great night. Talk to you. <laughs> oh, these just keep on getting better. All right, well, Callieman, uh, we got five minutes to finish this shit up. Uh, what do you think about? So, I mean, what do you think about the entire Machine Gun Kelly thing? Do you, uh, 
do you have any clue what she sees in him? Maybe she's just a damaged person. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You know, sometimes you know. Yeah, uh, 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 I don't know. I don't. I don't think he's a bad-looking guy, Machine Gun Kelly. Really? Uh, I don't know. I guess I, I <laughs> maybe not. Uh, it's hard for me to say, but she she certainly doesn't look like he should be with her. And don't get me wrong, I don't like well, that chick. Uh, I've read I read all kinds of articles about her. I don't think she's even super hot. I don't like she's that. She's the six fingered man. Yeah. Yeah, she's a, well, she's a, she always looked unrealistically hot to me. So I'm just like, I was never really, really into her anyways. I was just surprised that she ended up with a dude like that. Um, but on the other hand, uh, this article here says cheating has gone into overdrive after slowing at the start of the pandemic, according to infidelity dating app, Ashley Madison, <laughs> uh, Ashley Madison, which is a dating site made to help people cheat. If you're not familiar with it. Uh, released its Love Beyond Lockdown report on Tuesday. Uh, the report found that the pandemic had given people more reason to cheat, fueled by lockdown frustration with their spouse, a lack of in- intimacy, and more. According to the report, most cheating has gone viral, but some are still meeting up with new affair partners in person. Um, the increase in infidelity uh, among its members comes after an initial 10% dip in membership signups at the beginning of the U.S. lockdown in mid-March. But uh, so it was, uh, between early early March and early April, they saw a ten percent dip in membership. But now it's gone fucking nutty because everyone's locked down with their significant others, and they realize they can't fucking stand them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and fifty three percent of them say that they never spent so much time around their spouses as they were when they were forced to shelter in place. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, actually, there's some interesting stats on this. Um, 60% of users surveyed, all of whom are married or have a significant other, said their partner did not initiate sex once from mid-March until early September, uh, which uh, which 25% of all users surveyed found to be the most distressing part of the pandemic. Uh, it was a reason that 76% of all users decided to actually give up on their dead bedroom and seek romantic fulfillment elsewhere. Uh, well, goddamn, I don't believe in cheating in the least bit, but if you've... Uh, if you if it's the end of September and you haven't had sex with your significant other since March, well, then there's a problem, dude. Yeah, it's uh, it's, I mean, seriously speaking, you know, your relationship what? has issues and you need to talk to people something about it. Uh, I mean, if there's medical reasons, that's one thing. But Jesus Christ, you know, if you're too able-bodied, yeah, yeah, divorce could probably be the thing at that point. Um, and I realize some people feel like they're trapped in a situation where they where they can't get divorced. Uh, but you should be having conversations with your with your partner at that point. You know, it, if it's been that long it, and you need uh, need sex, you're gonna have to talk to them about it. And it's, tell them it's gonna happen one way or another. I guess you know, it's a that's gotta be a shitty thing to be in though. Um, luckily, my wife's not like that. <laughs> one thing I have learned in life is that you have to have a strong team. I hope you know that if you are trying to better your life in every way possible, I am on your team. I am rooting for you. I have your back. I support you. I believe in you. And I need that same belief and support back. Love and support are two things in this world that you can never get enough of. So let's keep believing in our neighbor. Let's keep supporting in our neighbor in the process of becoming whatever we are all trying to become. I love you all. I hope you have a great day. Great night. Talk to you soon. <laughs> they're in the chat box they're they're telling me that i should troll the uh, ashley madison site um, that you know what my wife is pretty understanding uh i'm not sure how understanding she would be about me opening an ashley madison account <laughs> no matter no matter what the excuse is <laughs> so but i'll think about it but like i said I, i'm not sure about that one guys Alrighty, uh, looks like that's been a show. Uh, we're gonna sign off to the sounds of Calliman's fucking office. Apparently, um, <laughs> the, yeah, all right, yeah. No, dude. I'm done now. I'm off the clock. My suit, you know, I'm hanging up my cape. I'm hanging up my white suit, and I'm just gonna chill and relax oh, and watch yeah, uh, the Golden prime. Girls when I get home. Cause I'm Kali Man. <laughs> well, thank you. Yes, you did. Wait, did I say that well? <laughs> well, thanks for calling, Kali Man. I appreciate it. <laughs>
Oh, thank you, Passive J. Thank you, citizens. Thank you, other ground live. Gay guy, go fuck yourself. <laughs> All righty. Uh, I want to thank the OG Army for showing up. I uh, can't do the show without you guys. Uh, I want to thank everyone for calling in. Uh, there's too many people to list at this point, so thank you guys all. I appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow at 6 o'clock to do this shit all over again. Uh, until then, I'm Passive J. You guys have yourself a great day. Bye-bye. Gay guy, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Later for you.